please welcome to the Apple Store Covent Garden in London, tonight's host, Craig Stevens. How are you? Welcome. Uh, are you all good? So British. Are you all good? Lovely. Uh, now, due to the fact that we are also having sign language, we're going to come up with as many random words as possible just to wind her up in the corner. Can you see her? There she is. Um, hey, listen, welcome to a very special Q&A. Um, there's a movie that you all have to see. It's very, very funny. And just to prove it, let's take a look at the trailer. This is me, Ryan Stevenson, the writer. Stuck with a feeling I've lost my way. Hurtling towards a deadline I can't keep while my mates lead me astray. You need cheering up. Get in. John Moriarty, the money man. Right, ladies. Connor Matthews, the movie star. You good, boys? Yeah. Never growing up. Clubs. Cars. That, my friend, is the sound of success. Women. <laughs> Life in the fast lane. And then she walked in. I just wondered if you'd want to take my number and maybe we can continue this chat sometime. No. I'm joking, yeah. <laughs> She's amazing. She's the one. Well, I'm telling you, a girlfriend will age you quicker than time, man. Let's get the bright lights. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome the director, James Markwand. And the stars of the film, Chris Mason, Lucien Laviscount, and Elliot Gleave. Thank you so much for coming down. How are you? You excited? Absolutely. <laughs> You're the director. You don't need to act. The rest of you, excited. Yeah. So much better. Um, listen, um, first of all, let's get a little insight into the film. Maybe, maybe we'll start with you, James. Um, give us a little uh, insight into what this movie is and, and what it's about. Um, well, it, it, I think it's, it's quite different compared to a lot of uh, uh, modern films at the moment. There's no, uh, there's no flying saucers or things yeah. getting blown up. Um, it's, it's about three mates. Um, uh, and a girl who sort of uh, turns up out of the blue and, uh, um, and how they deal with it, really. I think one of the things that really struck me about the film is it, it genuinely looks like you guys are just mates. It, it is like, I mean, obviously it's a movie, but it, it does feel like we're just opening a window to your guys' lives. Um, the chemistry between you guys is obviously very important. Was that always there, or were you like, do you know what, I'll put up with each other, but like we've got to pretend? It it's was, acting. It was kind of crazy. I think Elliot kind of brought everyone together. Before we started shooting, Elliot was like, look, listen, we didn't know him. I didn't know him from Adam before. Well, obviously, didn't know him personally anyway. <laughs> News music and stuff like that. He was like, come over to the house, we'll have some food. And I think it just, we just kind of gelled like, yeah, we at the read-through, we had yeah. some drinks together, and then, yeah, we came around to mine, and we just kind of bonded. Hey, I so still So that relationship like you see in the film, it's, <laughs> it's real. Yeah. Chris, Chris is like, yeah, I still Chris was it. acting, but we all like each other. <laughs> so, I mean, when, when it comes to the, the, the rehearsal process, what, how long did you get? Because I know it's a 22-day shoot. I mean, that's a fast turnaround for a movie, for any movie. 22 days is very short. So was there a particular point... <laughs> you lot are going like, felt like forever. It's felt like way yeah. longer. Felt like forever. <laughs> Especially the stuff in Ryan's flat. Oh my God. Yeah. So glad to leave that set. <laughs> we were basically stuck in the flat for like three days solid and it was just one room and it was, we all got cabin fever. A few of the crew had to go with each other, got a little bit heated. 
some of us got drunk. Um, <laughs> not me, not, not the actor. Um, but it was, yeah, it got a bit tough then. But the rest of it was great. And rehearsal period was, was basically just on the day. We'd have like whatever spare time we had to go through the scenes. You know what I mean? It was, it was quite tough. So was it one of those things there was very little downtime? Are you guys constantly learning lines? Because I know from the fact, I got the chance to talk to the producer, and he was saying, like, stuff was still changing. You know, there were, there were always ways of going, hey, we, we can adapt this scene. Was there a lot of ad-libbing? Were you allowed that process? Um, I mean, it was my first film, so I don't know how much ad-libbing there was compared to other films. But we were certainly given freedom to add a few bits in here and there. I mean, my character's it's more like the, uh, the light comic relief in what is otherwise you know, quite serious, real-life, everyday issues for, um, you know, young people growing up in a city. But for me, it was... I was obviously nervous going into it. I spent loads of time learning my lines. And then by the time I got down there, I kind of realised, do you know what? A lot of these actors, they know their lines, but they're focusing more on acting and, uh, you know, the characters. And that was probably my inexperiences. I was probably focusing too much on getting the lines out rather than being the character. That was for the first few days anyway. Once I got into it, I felt like I actually became this character. So did you feel pressure particularly? Because you guys have, uh, have been in plenty of stuff before. We know you guys quite well, but obviously yeah, we know loads. you from music. You know? I mean, I, I did a bit of acting as a kid. Um, I've, I've, my, I, I suppose in a sense I've experienced a lot in terms of music videos. And that's, uh, that might help you in terms of positioning, knowing where the camera is, how to work the camera. But I'm not performing to camera in this film, so it's quite different. But these guys are really helpful. And... Uh, yeah, I was nervous just because I've got no experience compared to these guys and I didn't want them to come in and go, who's this idiot? He's only in the film. Not because, at all, not <laughs> at all. Know. I know they weren't like that, but that was my thinking. Yeah, Elliot came with this presence and, and, and this, this wisdom of just, I think, just being and living in the life they've had. And it kind of, um, we definitely all look towards Elliot for more advice than he probably looked towards. But I think it was just, yeah. It, what advice on what, restaurants and... Restaurants. Yeah. <laughs> He actually told me more restaurants in Liverpool than I know, so it was, uh, that was a good thing. Yeah, I got us a book at Jamie's Italian, and I don't think anyone else could have got that yeah. in this movie. Did they, did they abuse your we know example? Not really. I, I would have done. I don't think anyone wants to abuse yeah, that. Chris is like, yeah, we did. My, my wife does, that's about it. Um, no, it was, it was good fun, and these guys are really helpful, and you know, like you say, if I, if I help them and with some wisdom in life. They helped me with wisdom in acting. It, it was cool, it was like five in the morning, uh, if it, someone would wake up with an idea or something, and we was all staying in the same apartment block, and it, was, it, it became very easy and very apparent that everyone wanted the, the, the project to do very well. So someone would knock on someone's door at five in the morning and be like, yo, listen, I've got this idea for today, let's pitch it to Jim and we get to set, or whatever it might be. So it was, it was still, it was, it was all creating at the same time. It was quite, quite beautiful. I mean, and you were allowed to do that? Because obviously, like, this is Stephen Morris's film that, you know, six years in the making to bring this film from his idea to the big screen. And then you wake up in the morning and go, Stephen, I don't want to worry you, mate, but I've had a better idea. <laughs> you know, he's in he's the here, room. Is he open to that? And are you open to that going, hang on a minute, that's a brilliant idea. Damn you, I've got to restructure my entire day. Yeah, I mean, I, mean, it, I think for this, it, it did suit it. And that... Uh, they, they basically left that to me to have that conversation <laughs> with Stephen. But uh, no, I, I, th I think we kind of realized for it to work, it needed that, it needed to feel really natural. Yeah. And, and you did need to, to at least believe they were friends. Great thing is, you know, by, by, the, by the time we were filming, they actually were. And I think, I think for, the, for the film to work, it basically, the, the film has to have like heart and soul, you know, genuine. And, and so it's it does, yeah. So it's got I, loads of that. Yeah, and, and, and I, th I think that 
that was what was refreshing to make something that, you know, it's, it's quite a simple little love story, but it's genuine and it has real soul, you know? And, and all the characters have an interesting little kind of storyline and, 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 and quite a distinctive character. Um, and it, it's, not, it's, it's really nice to be able to, to work on something like that. I think the main thing is that, for me, having seen it, you know, back, and I don't, think, I don't think I noticed it at the time, but seeing the whole story together, you think, do you know what, this feels like a real story. Yeah. I f you know, everyone is in the film, every character, you might know someone like that, or you might relate to that. And there's a lot of times, you know, especially with British uh, rom-coms, you know, I think sometimes they make them aspirational in terms of you want to be that person, you want that girl, you want that life. This has got elements of that, but it feels more like, oh, this is representing something I've dealt with. You know, it feels like the real world. It's not everything's painted rosy, you know, like some films. I was going to say, I mean, we, we kind of talked about this earlier, actually. We were saying that, you know, one thing about this film is it, it does feel grounded in a reality. You know, you feel like we've all kind of got mates like this, we've all experienced this. And there, was there ever a tendency to go, because don't get me wrong, I, like, it's not like we're sat with the ugliest guys in the room, let's be honest. But there... You've met Jim. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Jim. Um... But, but there is a, there is a tendency... Dark, dark, dark. <laughs> there goes the sequel, buddy. Um, Sorry, but, I know my place behind the camera. <laughs> but there is a tendency with these films, you know, the, the, the kind of the best-looking guys, the best-looking girls, and it, it does feel like you're taken away from that reality of you and your mates. Does that make sense? And was that something you were aware of, that this film is very much a reality movie? It's very grounded in this could genuinely be something that happens to us. And I think... Uh, from the perspective as an actor, you go into it knowing that. You know, I see my character, and I, I've, I've met Ryan. You know, I've met this guy before. I've got a lot of similarities with him, and I did never feel like I was ever glorifying or kind of emphasising anything too much for the, you know, for this, for the sake of the story. It was all very real and not easy to act, but kind of easy to approach in the sense of knowing that that was a real human emotion that was coming out. Um, we'll talk more in just a sec, but first of all, we'll talk about that banter and the thing that you guys have together. Here's a little clip. This is you guys in the club. Take a look. That's what we call more than key, mate. And Swash is going on the one text a week tariff. Is any girl fortunate enough to get a text a day off you? Are you kidding? Do you realise the sexual payment plan that we're tied into? Uh, whoa! Mate, you know the score. Pick up the phone. Pick up the tap. They're the rules. Yeah, but... Nah, 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 nah. Even if it is your new one texting you. One? Uh, she's got a name and it's Anna and it is her texting me. Oh, he's in love already. What have you been in love? If I want love, I'll go see my mum at the weekend for a cuddle. Can I go and see your mum for a cuddle? <laughs> Hello. <laughs> big, big cuddle. Yeah, no. is back. I, <laughs> I kind of picture that lot being you guys in the club anyway. Thank God they're iPhones as well. Um, <laughs> Could have been awkward. Of course, of course, of course. Um, I would never leave any of you with my mobile, let's just put it that way. Yeah. Ever. Um, can we just talk Star Wars very quickly? Because, like, I know, but, like, two of you have a massive Star Wars connection. Your dad did Return of the Jedi, let me just high-five you. God oh, bless amazing. you. And, and you could have been potentially ruined my life because you worked on Revenge of the Sith. I made props for a few weeks, yeah. Still ruined my life. It's about 17 years ago and it's time to move movie, on, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. So this is your redemption. Yeah. There's a, there is a third connection as well. Oh, is there? Lucian. Yeah. Lucian just stayed in Carrie, Carrie Fisher's house, didn't yeah, you? Yeah. Um, wow. I'm, I'm working Should with we girl. stop recording? No, 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 no. no I, I'm working with a girl at the moment called Billy Lord, who's a fantastic actress, and um, her mum was part of, part of the, um, Carrie Fisher. Small world. So it's just me and you, Chris, that have no yeah, connection I, to Star I've Wars. I've seen Star Wars. I'm, I'm with you, buddy. I like it. It was good. Um, I'm with you, man. He does a great Obi-Wan impression. Well, you can't move on without it now. 
Mm. Do your Obi-Wan, you should. Mm. <laughs> it was, was so that? good at this. I'm, lo <laughs> I'm lonely, I've got an excuse. Come on, Between you Between two worlds, out this Friday. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, let's get back to Between Two Worlds. But first of all, I want to do a little uh, film first things with you, if I can, right? Quick fire round. I want to know the first thing that comes into your head. First film you saw in a cinema. You have to use the Taxi microphone. Taxi driver. God bless you. Chris. Oh, um, Aladdin. Nice. Lion Fish. King, Lion King. What? Aladdin got a really big round of applause, which is quite uncomfortable. He's here tonight. <laughs> <laughs> Lucian? A Lion King. Lion King, my, my, nice. My, my See how young brother. these guys are. Yeah. Elliot? Um, Peter Pan. Cool. That's how right. old I am. First, yeah. I think it might have been a re-release. Might have been Hook. Um, First film you walked out of? Top Gun. Really? You walked out of Top Gun? Uh, it was at a drive-in uh, in America. And uh, yeah, I actually drove out. Yeah. <laughs> in a jet. <laughs> uh, the Incredible Hulk. Or The Hulk, whichever one was the first one. With the, uh, the Ang Lee one. Yeah, it's terrible. Breaks my heart a little bit, but I'll move on because I like your film. Lucian. <laughs> um, Fury, because I had an argument with my ex-girlfriend at the time. And we left halfway through the film, and I was devastated. I think oh, oh okay. So you kind of didn't want to walk yeah, out. Yeah, no, of it. not at all. Not at all. You know, I, if, I feel like if I go to the cinema to watch a film, I've got to kind of yeah. get Turn to the end. Off of it. next time. He's <laughs> <laughs> yeah. always having an argument with an ex-girlfriend. Um, bad Santa. You walked out of Bad Santa. Can't stand it. Wow. There's I like a Billy Bob Thornton, and I like Santa, but that film didn't do it for me. <laughs> There's a cut called Badder Santa. Oh, really? And, yeah, it's twice as rude. Definitely not watching that. Fair enough. Um, first film that you had a cheeky snog at? <laughs> Don't think I've ever done that. Really? I'm still waiting. Maybe tonight. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sitting next to you. Yeah. <laughs> I was slightly uncomfortable when Chris went. Yeah. Like <laughs> See you in an hour, buddy. We've got a premiere in a bit. I haven't got um, a take. Chris? Um, made in Manhattan. With Jennifer Lopez. You snogged you Jennifer snogged Lopez in Made in Manhattan? No, she was in Made in oh, Manhattan. Okay, fine. I, uh, I snogged some. The pillow next Because that would have been the best story in the world ever, just for a split second. Lucian. I have no idea. Really? I have no Started idea. I've done it too many times. <laughs> no, I don't know why I'm getting sick. But I, I, um, I'm, when I watch a film, I'm just so into watching the film that um, I just watch the film. I, I don't. Yeah. What? It was yeah. Made in Manhattan. Made in Manhattan as well, yes. <laughs> yeah, sorry, Made in Manhattan. It was me, Chris. <laughs> Elliot? Um, True Lies. Nice. And it was weirdly, it was during the scene, you know, where he's like, is this a snow corn maker? <laughs> you know, the way he's describing the bomb. Oh, it's a coffee machine. Um, it was during that scene. I don't know what turned on the girls so much that she went, <laughs> what year was that? I was 95? I'm going 97. If anyone can get the answer before the end of the Q&A, that'd be great. Anyway, I was there. That was, that was it. Um, okay, finally, uh, before we let you guys go, because we all have to go to a premiere uh, of this film called Between Two Worlds, you may have heard of it. Um, what was the moment, the scene or the line in the film that you knew this was going to work? You knew you had something special. There was that moment that you just went, we're on to something, this is great. Was there a particular moment, or maybe when you were directing a certain scene, you went like, you know, this chemistry works, this movie works? I think for me, it, it, was, um, it was actually before we started. It was, uh, it was when Elliot got the... Um the single malt whiskey out <laughs> in his flat, which we all shared. Um, at that point, I realized it was going to work. Yeah. <laughs> Chris? Um, I was always sure it was going to work, but I'd done a scene with the fantastic Hannah Britland, who's not here tonight. Um, and She's it was, great in this film as well. Yeah, Phenomenal, yeah. It was 
down on the waterfronts in London and we were screaming at each other and being really angry. But it was, it was really good. I think after that we both came away going, okay, at least we know we've got that scene. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so that's good. Uh, for myself, I think there's a scene where we're in the pub at the end and it was just a real kind of, it's the end of the film and it's kind of sums up the end of our journey. And we like all kind of go on this crazy journey together and we come together and it was just, yeah, I think it was beautiful. And yeah, it, the same yeah. for me, actually. That scene, I was going to say, is uh, it was like towards the end of my time on the film. But up to that point, I didn't think, I was like, are we doing well? Is, there, is this working? Mm -hmm. And it was like all three of us together. And we weren't trying to be jokey and take the mick. We were actually quite deep. And I think we were all really in the zone at yeah. that moment. Um, and before I let you go, what's next for each of you? Because I know this is your first film, but it's obviously clearly not going to be your last because it is a fantastic performance. We'll wait and see for <laughs> what, what, what can we see you next? Um, I've just shot a film in Ibiza um, called A Bus Could Run You Over. Uh, nothing to do with buses, really, or being run over. But that should be good. I get to kill Billy Zane. So That's amazing. Check it out just for that. I'm not, <laughs> I'm not spoiling it. There's a book out already. So. <laughs> Fair enough. Lucian, what can we see next? Um, I think um, my show, Scream Queens, with Ryan yeah. Murphy, that comes out um, in a couple of weeks in the UK. So I'm excited to see what the, the British response is to that. And Chris, obviously a good, good year. Legend's done pretty incredibly as well. Yeah, Legend was great. Uh, I'm moving to LA next week. Ta-da. Brilliant. <laughs> don't, don't get too used to Chris. You'll only see him on big screens from now on. Now I'm going to start a film over there in November and then stick around for a while. Yeah. Uh, and what about it for you, sir? Uh, I'm editing a film called Beautiful Devils at the moment, which is a modern sort of version of Othello. So, fantastic. Yeah. Um, seriously, Between Two Worlds, I really enjoyed it. I genuinely think it's a fantastic film. The premiere is a little bit later on tonight. You guys can watch it and download it and go and see it in cinemas very, very soon. Ladies and gentlemen, the cast and the director of Between Two Worlds. Thank you so much. Thank, Thank you. you so much. Thank you.